Okay. Hi, everybody. Another video for for the next while. I had a thought that we could uh, examine and maybe analyze or define some of the things that happened within other videos with uh, interviews that pe people are having. And uh, it just hit me. Uh, uh, I was watching a video by uh, Russ Cooper, Major Russ Cooper, and uh, uh, I have I have respect for him. Mm -hmm. I, I have respect for his integrity, his morality, um, and he's uh, having an interview. He's interviewing uh, Engelhart. Yeah, Barry Engelhart. Barry Engelhart. Doctor Barry Engelhart. Okay. Yes. He's a bioethicist. He deals with ethics and medicine. This is sort of mm -hmm. realm of expertise. Right. Okay. So as I was I was listening to the to the interview. I was becoming aware of things that they were saying. Uh, a lot of these things might uh, might be missed by by, by most uh, of the audience. But what I'm finding, not only with this interview, but so many others that we watch, um, where people are falling short of what's needed. Mm -hmm. They have ideas. They have impressions. They have convictions. And they're trying to define the problem. Right. They're spending a lot of time really trying to peg that problem. Yes. And, yes. and But it's like, even if they manage to, which they seldom do, yes. there's no solution. No solution. It's always a dead-end alley. It's just, Isn't it? Yeah, just theorizing. It's always a dead-end alley. You, you, you're driving along and you're headed for some kind of a destination that you're hoping to appear in front of you mm -hmm. someday, mm -hmm. and it just doesn't materialize. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening in every interview. I've said I've said this many times. I've said this to Martin and uh, my wife and and everybody else. I've been saying it's not enough. This isn't the solution. This isn't the solution. There's only one solution. Only one. And uh, the operative word that I've found mm -hmm. is the word honesty. Mm -hmm. We have to get honest with ourselves. We have to get honest with God. We have to get honest with our neighbor. We just have to. That's, that's where it's at. Uh, Jesus said, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Mm -hmm. Everybody's looking for freedom. They're, they're crying. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're demanding freedom. And what do they plan on doing with it? Freedom to do what? Freedom to do what? Go to the restaurants? Go to a bowling alley? Freedom to do what? Freedom to travel? Freedom to, to, to whatever? That's not what true, true freedom is all about. Jesus didn't say, look, you'll know the truth, and you'll be able to go to the bowling alley. Mm -hmm. You'll know the truth and you can go to a hockey game, you can go to a restaurant, you mm -hmm. can eat wherever you want, you can go into the malls, as long as you know the truth. Mm -hmm. That's not what he was saying. Mm -hmm. But that's what everybody else is saying, that we want our freedom, that we, we want our rights. And they want the freedom to go back to the same state. Normal. The same normal, the same thing that was accepted as a norm, Right. that led to all of this. Yes. That's right, which led to this, to this mess we're in. Right? It, it, it would be like if you got in a car accident and you were paralyzed and you just really wanted to go back to five seconds before you got in the car crash. Right. And you're just like, <laughs> but then you would have to be in the car crash again. That's right. Exactly. You, were, you, were, you were still drunk five minutes before the car That's crash. Right. That's Why right. do you want that? Yeah, yeah. You, you want to have a state where you understand that driving drunk is ridiculous and you'll never do it again. That's right. You want to, right. you, you want to progress beyond the crash. Amen. To the lesson learning portion. That's right. That's why we're here. That's why we need to express ourselves because nobody else is doing that. And I keep saying over and over and over again, and everybody hates hearing it. Mm -hmm. They hate hearing it. They hate hearing it because it's the solution. Nobody wants the solution. Mm -hmm. They just want their rights. They just mm -hmm. want to have privileges. Mm -hmm. They just want to have uh, these, these freedoms to do things. But they can't have that. You can't have freedom without the solution. You can't have a, uh, you can't have an escape from a problem unless you have a solution for the problem. It, it reminds me of uh, repeatedly in Judges there, right? Be right before all hell would break loose and the oppression would come and the food was being taken and the weapons were yeah. being taken. Yeah. It always says, and in that day, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Yeah. And and the common vernacular was, 
in those days, everybody believed that they had a right to their opinions. Right, that's what it amounts to. That's, what that's, it, right. that's, that's, that's the right. vernacular translation. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. And, and how many people, well, you know, everybody has a right to their opinion. Right. Everybody has a right to their yeah. opinion. Which is a big lie. And every time the people in Israel began to live like that, like, I have a right to my opinion, you have a right to your opinion, that's right. that's every right. man. I respect, I respect your opinion. We'll all just do what's right in our own eyes, okay? Yeah, that's right. And every single time they entered that state, mm -hmm. some enemy would come and yeah. begin oppressing them, and then they yeah. would have to cry out for deliverance. Yeah. And then that would last for a while. Yeah. Pretty soon everybody was doing, and it wasn't always horrible. Everybody thinks, oh, they're doing whatever's right, right in their right. own eyes. They're right. butchering and raping, stealing. Right. right. No, they were probably being pretty civil for the most part. Yeah. You kind of have to be sort yeah. of civil. You can build your church. Yeah. I can build my church. That's right. Yeah, we may differ. Yep. But hey, you know, we'll go to our churches on Sundays, and then and then during the week we'll get together and have fun and have dinner together, etc. And we'll just get along. And they were doing that in Noah's day. Everybody, the Lord said, was eating. They were mm -hmm. eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, mm -hmm. building, planting, reaping. They were mm -hmm. doing all those things. Mm -hmm. It was very normal. For it sure. was very normal. And people are wanting the norm back. And now the Lord's here saying, no more normal. Mm -hmm. That's not normal to me. It might be normal to you, but that's death. Not that's what I call death. I want to give you life. Right? That's what's happening. Yeah. So, so I started to hear these statements, and I started to see where, where we could be addressing those things that, the people's, that people are saying. And as much as I have respect for a lot of these people, because I'm not listening to videos so much where I don't have any respect for those people, mm -hmm. I have respect for them, and that's why I'm listening to these videos. But I see, I see where the Lord has shown me that there are things that people need to hear, things that, that, that we need to hear and point out to people what the meaning is or where you go from there. Mm-hmm. So. And it, it, it is going to be a criticism. Yes, but it, it is. But part of part of what has to go in our culture is this idea that all criticism is uncalled for, or right. unnecessary. It's or if you have nothing good to say, yeah. don't say anything at all. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. I mean, if that was the case, we can delete most of what the prophets had to say. No kidding. But also, here's something else, Martin. They say we need to learn to dialogue. Right. All right? If and we we'll need to learn that. to dialogue, then, yeah, we'll hear that there. So then, if you're going to be offended with what we have to say, then where are, where are your intentions for dialogue? What kind of dialogue are you looking for? Are you looking for the kind of dialogue where we can only say what you agree with? Isn't that what Trudeau is doing? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what you're accusing him of doing? He only wants to go to demonstrations that he agrees with, mm -hmm. like, the, like the BLMs, and, and not to, to anything else that, that is contrary to his way of thinking? So here we are. We're going to be talking. Not to condemn, not to uh, not to be at enmity. I, I, I empathize with with these people that are saying these things. They're 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 concerned, and 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 they have very good reason to be concerned. But I I want them to hear us. I want to know uh, what they're hearing, how they're understanding these things. I want them to know the truth. The truth is going to set them free. Uh, it was in John eight thirty two where the Lord said. And you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And then a few verses later, he says, And when the Son of Man, that means him, Jesus Christ, makes you free, you'll be free indeed. He right there declared he was the truth. And in another place, John 14, 6, he said, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. He is the truth. And I keep saying to people, people, the only answer is Jesus Christ. There is no other answer. There's no other government. There's no other politician. As, as soon as the politician gets into power sooner or later, the system corrupts him because he's part of the system. Mm -hmm. You have to come out of it. You have mm -hmm. to come out of it. It's all got to go. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has chosen this day that we're living in now mm -hmm. to take it all away. Mm -hmm. By the truth. The truth is what is going to conquer all this falsehood. Yes. There it is. And the, it just, it's like the, the statue in Daniel's tomb. Yes. And right now, all these empires are resting on top of the mixture. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Iron and clay. And iron and clay. And that's the weak spot. The feet of iron and clay. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's the weak spot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that rock cut out of the mountain? Yeah. Smashed the whole thing strikes down. Strikes it at the feet. Right at the feet. And then the whole thing comes crashing down and everything is toast. Yeah. And that's what we're experiencing Amen. right now. And it wasn't a massive boulder. No. It's just 
the rock, truth. Just the truth. And the it truth. just comes a tumbling down the mountainside yeah. and it hits you when you least expect it. Yeah, that's right. Like a thief in the night. It just. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Down goes Fraser. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, who, who would have thought what is happening here with the truckers? Right. Right. I, you know, I think it's wonderful. Um, but we have, we have a perspective on that as well that, we, sure. need, that we need to share, which maybe we'll be discussing that. Oh, it'll probably come up. Yeah. It probably will. Yeah. All right. So, Martin, uh, we, we went through it and got some timestamps here on this interview that uh, 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 Major Russ Cooper had with uh, Dr. Uh, Engelhart. Mm -hmm. And so we're just going to, going to touch on a few spots there. So. We were, we were both going to do a little bit of this, and I kind of fell down on the job, and so now I'm sticking it's, it's Martin called, with It's called that. delegating. Yeah. Just own it. Just it. own it. You Thank delegate. you. There you go. It started as a partnership, but you reverted to delegation. Change my mind. Change or, 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 or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, pardon any unprofessionalism, but we're just going to get started here. Now... We see that um, uh, we have those understandings, and we have it. We have uh, the whole idea of medical ethics being refined by things like uh, the Ten Commandments, the the Golden Rule, all these things that put the individual front and foremost in the uh, in the in the process of um, of being treated in medical practice. Uh, then we had a bit of a break, and uh, that break um, uh, came in the form of um, the horrendous uh, atrocities associated with World War II. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, Nazi Germany uh, uh, basically uh, sideline all of these uh, centuries-old ethics, uh, 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 put them to the put them to the side, uh, made the uh, uh, the state the the important the important thing that needed to be followed, made the ideology of the of the regime of the time, the Nazi Germany regime, sacrosanct and um, and uh, the priority above everything else, and. Uh, at the end of the day, we we had a, a terrible experience, and the world as a whole felt that it needed to make a correction, and uh, it made a correction through things. Uh, and I've heard you talk about things like the Nuremberg Code, um, and things like uh, that followed the Nuremberg Code in the form of the Helsinki uh, Declaration. Mm -hmm. uh, then we had the Internet, the United Nations International Covenant for uh, civil and political rights. One, one thing I'd like to, to say before before you get in here, Martin, is that we now need to come to the realization that we need the lasting, perfect solution. Mm -hmm. We can't just take another stopgap measure. Right. We can't do that anymore. Right. Th this whole world will be destroyed. We've got the nuclear power to destroy it now. We've got your vaccine things so we've got everything to destroy people right. we 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 cannot afford to just look for something else as a stopgap measure we can't right. have a bandage to, to fix our problem anymore right. we can't have another code that's right that's right that's right, right. the code the ten commandments that's the code and, and you stick notice. to that and you will be fine but the trouble is man does not have the ability to stick to the ten commandments and it's impossible him for him and his nature to keep the ten commandments and he won't identify with them and that's the one thing I notice here, is that he knows his well. There's the Ten Commandments, and and, and you know the Golden Rule, and right. then there's some conversation, and then there's the Nuremberg Code and the right. Helsinki, right. and it's like it's all just being jumbled together right. in a in a box of virtues, that, right, right. But like there's no there's no special attention. Like no, the Ten Commandments are the code yeah. to live by, and nobody's been able to live by them. Right. Nobody's been able to live by them, and they're. They're, they're, they are still pointing to man for the solution. They're still pointing for us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, so to speak. Nobody knows mm -hmm. anything about that anymore. I don't know what other illustration you can give that's, that's modern. It's like uh, pulling yourself out of a pit with, with a rope. Yeah. You can't pull yourself that's out right. of a pit with that's a rope. That's right. Or you can't sprout wings and fly. Right. Right? You can't do that. You have to have a change of nature. And that's what the kingdom of God is all about. Mm -hmm. Which is what that stone represented mm -hmm. in the in the book of uh, Daniel, right. right? It's that it's that kingdom of God stone that is going to replace all the other after it destroys. Yes, that's right. Replace. That's right. Amen. So so but but uh, pardon me, 
but, but uh, Major Cooper and uh, Dr. Engelhardt and all these other guys are saying, we need to unite, we need to do this, we need to do that. When they tried uniting in the Old Testament there and Tower. build the Tower of Babel, yeah. they tried to unite. That's what they were doing. And the Lord prevented And God them. says, there's no way. He doesn't honor that. He, he, says, he says, if I let this happen, uh, the, uh, men will be able to do whatever they want. Nothing will be held back from them. Nothing right. will be impossible to Isn't that what we're facing today? That's what we're facing. With the United Nations? Yes. United Nations and just the society trying to find some sort of unity to... Right. to, to here, here's all the truck drivers, right? They're uniting. There's, there's sure. A, there's a, a fervent uh, spirit of cooperation and, and trying sure. to, to uh, uh, cure this, this big problem that's, that's happening here in Canada, right? And, and, but people, it's, and people so easily believe in it. Yeah, and put their hope in it. Yeah, that's and right. It, it, there's no understanding that every other movement in history that rebelled or seized back justice and fairness from an authority, all of those kingdoms have fallen. Yes, they and, did. And there's well-meaning people that see the tear. Well, look at the United States. Yeah. What a bunch of decent men. Yeah. Speaking out against the evil yes. of, of London, the ruling power, which eventually yes. took over the United States anyway. Yes. But they were, they were leaving all that behind, and they yes. went to a strange land to yes. carve out their world in a, in a wilderness. They laid their lives on the line and that of their families. Yes. And they wrote, I mean, you want to talk about a Nuremberg Code? I mean, they wrote the Constitution. Yeah. This marvelous manuscript of, yeah. of, of a recipe for success, yes. you would think. Yes. And yet yes. the kingdom of God wasn't in the heart. And even they, even they acknowledge that this Constitution is of no value unless yes. it's in a moral society. Right. It's true. Unless the and here's the problem. There is no moral society. Right. Partially, so it works partially. It teases you. The carrot is dangled, but it just keeps on trucking. So and sooner or later, it's going to break down. That's all there is to it. We need a kingdom now. The Lord has to save us. Otherwise, we're going to annihilate ourselves as, a, as, a, as human beings, as a species that he created in his image. It's mm -hmm. all going to go. It's all going to go. It's going to go down the drain. Jesus Christ is the only answer. Nobody wants to hear the answer. Right. He's the truth. Truth is what we need. Right. Honesty. Honesty, honesty, honesty. How many people are honest? We're lying every day about one thing, big or small. Mm -hmm. We're not being honest. We have to get honest. Mm -hmm. And people are afraid of honesty because they have to bear their hearts. Mm -hmm. they, have to, they have to be exposed. Right. To be honest, you have to be exposed. You can't, and you can't, you know, people have this idea of being honest about somebody else. Well, I'm going to tell you the honest truth about you. You mm -hmm. know what I think of you. And if people can get ugly and nasty, whatever else, they don't have to. They might say, all right, well, this is what I'm seeing in your mm -hmm. life. And, and uh, maybe you need to change it or whatever. They try to be diplomatic. The first person you have to get honest with mm -hmm. and about is yourself. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts. And it goes from there. There it is. But, uh, you know, going to the, the Nuremberg Code, it's, it's, like, it's like trying to make up gun control laws to keep the mafia from being violent. Right. And it's like, like you say, that, that, like, why are you making laws for people who have no intention of keeping them? Or what, what makes you think that uh, you'll succeed? Uh, in uh, making laws that lawful people are already keeping. Right. You need, you need to deal with the evil that's there. Right. And you don't deal with evil by creating more regulations or codes. doesn't work. Because the whole problem is they have no use for any of the laws right. or codes. Exactly. And there is the law of God, and, and I, it's, it's evident in nature. Yes. It's there. Yeah. And... Everybody's held accountable for not keeping it. Yeah. Everybody. Because it's, it's, it. And, and all the more accountable when you know what's right and what's wrong. Exactly. Yeah, all the more accountable. And, and, and that's where all these religions, all these churches, all these denominations, that's where they are going to be held in the highest mm -hmm. account. Mm -hmm. Because they know better. They've heard better. They've read the Bible to some extent, as, as, as limited as it may be. They know about the Ten Commandments. Right. But who gives a damn? Right? I'm still going to go out there and cheat on my wife. I'm still going to go and cheat on my income taxes. I'm still going to go and, 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 and do 
uh, lie to my customers and mm -hmm. whatever else. People are still living that that inherent uh, life of nature uh, of uh, of uh, corruption. Just just right? gaining the upper hand for themselves. Yes, serving themselves. That's the it says love your neighbor as yourself. That's not what's happening. Right. And and you know we'd we'd love to be able to see that the truckers, for example, are are uh, are the force that's going to change something, and they are taking a a stand. They are they are doing something decisive. They're paying a price, um, and I don't want to discourage them. They got to do their job. They have they have their job to do, and we have our job to do. But for the sake of right, for the sake of uh, harmony with God, uh, we have to come to the right. But people aren't willing. They'll go maybe ninety percent, ninety five percent, ninety ninety nine percent of the way, but they stop short of the solution. Nobody there ever wants to say that Jesus Christ is the answer. Why? Why? He's the answer. Because if he's the answer, then they're not the answer. That's right. It's pride. Yes. Right. And it's fear because it means your death if you're going to resign yourself over to your creator. It, it is a form of death. You lose your, your independence. And we're not talking about losing your independence like you do to tyrannies, to tyrannical rule. That um, okay, people don't want to believe that the the institutions, uh, medical institutions that they've uh, that they've trusted for so long, uh, could go out of their way to to pass bad information, to um, to corral them into one point of view and to shepherd them off uh, onto the rocket ship to Mars. Mm -hmm. They just they just can't believe that that would be the case, and to accept that. They have to accept that there is a, a paradigm shift happening uh, in Canada, basically in the world. It's a very interesting thought. But if um, what I can see, I can kind of see your point that this paradigm shift, because when when you come out, you just you just mentioned that uh, uh, you are starting to have a voice with people like C3RF, with um, a COVID Care Alliance. Uh, but these voices are not being picked up by the mainstream media, even though they have they are peopled by very, very um, uh, competent uh, persons such as yourself, experts. Some of these people are Nobel laureates and uh, they will just not be reported in the mainstream media, not at all. And we also have the whole thing about uh, colleges of physicians and surgeons actively suppressing voices such as yours and going out with uh, mandates to uh, their medical communities to be quiet unless you support the the World Health Organization um, uh, way ahead on this. We don't want to hear from you, and we don't want you to pass that on to your patients. What is? Are we in a paradigm shift? What is going on here? Well, I, I think what's I think is very complex. I, I think first of all that when we are afraid, our natural reflex is to think binary, fight or flight, and yeah. so a lot of us just want a, 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 a flight and hope that someone out there can just have all the answers and fix everything. Mm -hmm. And you, you notice our society is, is quite um, debate-oriented. It's X or anti-X, very binary. And, and so we're not used to dialogue. We've lost the art of dialogue, of being able to say, well, I believe A, you believe B. Well, let's take the best of A and B and come up with something new and better, C, which is non-zero-sum the way debate is, we actually and get something better, but we're able to listen, take the best of both what we do, and come to something better. We've lost. See, that. He's talking about compromise, negotiation, diplomacy, mm -hmm. right? But let's let's have a dialogue, and let's come somewhere to a, an agreeable uh, conclusion here that that suits you, that suits me. That's impossible. And if if it does suit you, it's still not the answer. You're still going to end up in trouble because. If it suits you in a compromise with anybody else, and, and, and you happen to have some wrong, or that person has to have has some wrong, it's still going to end up in a loss. It's still going to end up in a defeat. That's what's been happening all these thousands of years. People have agreed and disagreed, and uh, they can't come to a place where they've got the solution, the solution which is harmony with the maker. Mm -hmm. they, they eliminate the maker. They try to make peace with each other, but how about making peace with God, with your maker? That's mm -hmm. where you need the peace, mm -hmm. and that's where you need the... He's the answer, and he has said so. The Bible says so. 
The Bible says he's the answer. And he's, and he's, one thing I find interesting about a lot of these commentators, <coughs> it's like they're, they're pointing back to some kind of golden era when, when we've lost the art of dialogue. And I'm thinking, I, I don't remember there ever being reasonable people. We just had the Second World War just, uh, what, half a century ago, what, 70 years ago. Where was the art of dialogue there? No kidding. There was no finding They the tried it. They tried it. For sure. Chamberlain out yeah. of England. Yeah. He's going to talk to There's where the art of dialogue gets There's you. There's your art of dialogue. But That's where it got you. They're, they're, I see a lot of them, and they're in, they're in this age group, not that I'm picking on them, but it's like, right. it's like there was this era of relative peace for them in their lifespan. Right. They're not quite yeah. they're not quite old enough to have been through the war and they kind of lived in this golden age. You know what there, there's a scripture where it's a, a proverb. It says don't look back at the past and say oh those were the days. Right. Don't do that. That's wrong. Nostalgia. N nostalgia is a liar. It's a liar. For sure. That's all it is. That's all it is. Look at the blood shed, the the violence in this earth all the way back, all the way through all of history. It's, it's a history of warfare. Right. That's all it is. It started in the second generation. Brother killed brother. We lost 25% we lost of our population on the earth. Yeah. Right there in the second generation. Where was the art of dialogue there? No kidding. You know? Was Abel saying to, to Cain, well, can't we talk about this? You think Cain was going to listen? Well, like that. that Doesn't happen. That friend, was he a French professor? Yes. Some, some... Uh, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember either. But some Muslim terrorist had got a hold of him and was right. about to cut his head off. Right. Yeah. And and, and he had yeah. previously been a professor talking about inclusivity right. and right. and open yeah. borders and yeah. all that. Yeah. And his his last words before getting his head cut off were, Can we talk about this? That's right. The answer is no, we can't. That's right. And if you think Satan for one second is interested in an open dialogue with you, evil and, evil is set up to destroy. That's all there is. And and even if Satan entertains a dialogue with you, he's he's not satisfied with that compromise. No. He'll make a compromise with you. Sure. Oh, sure. He'll negotiate. And he'll speak true things. Yep. And he'll settle a compromise with you, and yeah. then he'll come back the following morning with yeah. his new terms. Yeah. And you'll have to compromise again. Yeah. And you go halfway there, and then halfway what's left, and yeah. halfway what's left, and yeah. halfway what's left, yeah. and there's nothing left. If he takes a toehold, that's it. He'll just keep going. That's all there is. And he's to okay it. with small victories. Yeah. As long as sure. he keeps winning. Yeah. He's got all the time in the world, I guess. For he sure. He does. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's the way it is. Um, okay. Next timestamp here. Uh, let's go twenty-five minutes. Nobody wants to say Jesus Christ is the answer. Nobody wants to say that. I'm sorry. I just ran across another 10-minute video or so where somebody did come up and say Jesus Christ is the answer, and that was this cardinal, a Catholic cardinal. Don't remember his name. Italy. From Italy. He's an archbishop. And, and he said Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, he said the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. is the answer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that rarely happens, okay? That rarely happens. And that's the first video I've come across where, where, where somebody came and said, this is, he's the answer for the, for the whole world's problems. Mm -hmm. you, hear, you hear people talking about Jesus Christ being the answer. Uh, you'll hear it from many pulpits. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite say it like he did. But then he leads you to, all right, that's what, what do I we do about that? that? Talk about snaky. Yeah, it's... Because the Catholic Church is losing its foothold in the earth. Oh. And so it's cracking out some really great truths to yeah. speak. Yeah, And right after he says Jesus Christ is the answer, yeah. he tells you to go praying to Mary and St. Right. Anne and so-and-so right. so, yeah. so, that, so, yeah. so that Jesus Christ can be the answer. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So you're misled right there, and that's what I was saying. Satan will speak true things. Mm -hmm. He'll speak true things. and uh, But he leads you... It's where it's his motivation. It's where it's where he's taking you with those true things. He said true things to Jesus in the temptations, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But where was he taking him? All right, to play here. But now we've come to the point where people have stopped running, and they're saying, "I'm going to I'm going to start fighting," and we've got tens of thousands of truckers with tens of thousands of trucks on uh, Parliament Hill right now. Uh, we've got them digging in, 
And we've got the other side, the side that's supposed to be promoting the dialogue, the free speech, uh, pillaring them as Nazis, as white supremacists. We don't want to talk to them. They've got nothing to offer. They're bad people. They're hooligans. And this is just, uh, this is a recipe for disaster. So who's responsible for the dialogue and making sure the dialogue happens? Uh, I had a book on my shelf for years. And I had it by my bedside. I meant to read it. Never got to it. And that was a book by Ann Coulter called Demonic. Mm -hmm. And I picked it up about a month ago and started to read it. Uh, and I was, it is right on cue with everything that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. It just had to be read at the right time and all this that's happening. She was saying that it was the liberals, the progressives, the Dems mm -hmm. in the States. They're the enemy. They're mm -hmm. the darkness. They're the powers. The globalists, mm -hmm. the elites, they're the enemy. Um, now, here we have the Republicans, right? And so we've had some good Republicans. We've had uh, you know, people like President Reagan. Um, who else? Uh, Donald Trump, to, to, in some respect. Uh, he was a liberal himself, and he headed in that direction. But it was still, it's still a mixture. And you have your rhinos. You have people... The Republicans are not standing up against all the evil. They're, they're, they're playing it neutral, playing it mm -hmm. safe. They're compromising. Right? And they're compromising, absolutely. But we have to come to the place where we have the perfect solution and there's no, there is no other alternative. Mm -hmm. There is no other. And now, and now we're, our, our necks are on the line. And one of the things you notice in that clip, uh, the, the point that stuck out to me, is it says, and, and here's the liberals, and they're supposed to be this, and they're right. supposed to be that. Right. And it's like, I still marvel that they're talking supposed to. Yeah. Like, yeah. why are you expecting virtue from them? What do you, what do you mean they're supposed to be the yeah. ones pioneering yeah. free speech? So what do you do about that when they're not doing what they're supposed to do? But who's who's going to fix them? Who's going who's to change that? And you have to, the, the enemy, the darkness, the, the falsehood, the lies have to be done away with. Right. They have to be... Demolished. And they, they have, have to, to be demolished. And we have to stop giving them any credit. Yes. And that, that means that you don't expect virtue from them. That's right. Like people are saying, well, and can you believe the mainstream media? It's like, yeah, I absolutely can. Yeah. They are yeah. the lying mouthpiece of Satan himself. That's right. I expect nothing other than BS and lies. Amen. That's right. Deception, malevolence, yep. murder. Yes. The whole yes. way through. Yes. Uh, Ann Coulter was saying that these guys are dedicated to, to yes. destruction, dedicated yes. to destruction, all the way from their foundation. Yes, you know slavery. They were, they were, they were. And whatever, whatever evil they do, they blame on the other guys. And that's been their strategy openly yep. the whole time. They're yep. unapologetic about yep. it, and they're laughing out loud at how well it works. Yeah, yeah that's and right. And people are still just like, well, and and what do you know? The mainstream media isn't covering it. Yeah, it's like, and what do you know? The the coyote just went and took the sick lamb with a broken leg in the middle yeah. of the field. Yeah. Can you believe that coyote? Yeah. yeah. In broad daylight. In, yeah. But like, what are you expecting from them? Yeah. They're, they're, they're evil. Coyotes. They're coyotes. They're jackals. They're, yeah. they're, yeah. they're there to That's kill. Right. That's right. And so... And I there's only one way to deal with killers. There's right. only one way to deal with, with these people who are dead set on evil. And that's to eliminate them. Mm -hmm. There's no other way. When Israel came out of Egypt, they were armed for war. Mm-hmm. When they did battle, they weren't just saying, "All right, you stand off, or, or we're gonna get you. We're not. Uh, that, that's. We'll give you one warning. And that's it." No, God didn't do that. He sent them after the enemy, and in fact, it was the enemy that came at them. Mm -hmm. Right? They had to fight. Mm -hmm. They had to destroy the enemy. That's mm -hmm. what they had to do. And today, Israel is compromising, compromising, compromising. Because the leftists are the ones compromising, because the leftists are the ones who want Israel destroyed. Mm -hmm. They do. They mm -hmm. just want it destroyed. They do, do not want to have uh, an, uh, a nation, an entity that represents any kind of morality, any kind of righteousness. Mm -hmm. They want all that kind of thing done away with. That's their job. They're meant to do that. Trudeau is doing what he's doing. He's meant to do that. It he's there to destroy everything that's good and right and true. And, and the people who have compromised, the lukewarm ones, mm -hmm. are the ones that the Lord is spewing out of his mouth. Right. We're seeing these preachers standing up right now and trying to speak out in the name of the Lord, in the name of 
fairness and justice, like like Arthur Polosky and Hildebrand. And there. Hildebrand. He's getting all kinds of attention. Yes, and he's just loving yes. it. He's loving it. He's loving it. They're they're there to be heroes. Mm -hmm. That's bail worship. And, and I actually had an opportunity to speak with Hildebrandt here in the store. You did. His son sent him by when he was in the area to look for some organic food. Yeah. And so I got to talk to him. Yeah. And uh, and he he was totally closed to to any kind of actual conversation about about people changing the way they're living their lives. Right. Isn't that amazing? Because he's there to offer them the alternative, which is look to him. Yes. Look to the Lord. No, look to him. His alternative is... But he's using the cover of, of Jesus he, Christ. To, I don't he's know praying, he's, Lord, help us, help us do this and help us do that's that. That's right. He's doing all of that, yeah. but he's not really telling the people to look to the Lord. He's just not, not looking really. to the You're Lord right. in front of the people, Yeah. you know, yeah. and getting attention. Yeah. And he's, I saw him on Parliament Hill there or wherever, you know, you know, and Lord, help these cops see the light, and Lord, just show them this, yeah. and Lord, just yeah. show them that, yeah. and yeah. And break through the darkness here, and and then Lord. In the meantime, the Lord is saying, "I'm sending all these forces against you to show, to cause you to see the light." Right. That's that's what it's all. This that's happening is to show these guys, like Hildebrand, like Arthur right. Polosky, and and all these other preachers in all these churches, mm -hmm. is to show them the light. They're going through the form. They're worshiping worship. They're worshiping pastors. Right. You know, like there was, the, there were people in Polosky's uh, church who were who were shouting at the police when the police were arresting him. Yeah, don't you Arrest know he's a priest? Yeah, he's he's a he's a man of God. He's a preacher. What the hell's the matter with you, you you ugly Nazis, you fascists? They didn't do that in Christ's day. They didn't do that. The, the, the Lord's disciples didn't do that. They didn't act that way. They didn't talk that way. Don't they know that the Bible's right there? They presumed to preach the Bible, right? And there's nothing like that there. And the Lord says, rejoice when they persecute you for, for, for righteousness' sake. Right. And these guys are cursing their authorities. And That's and what they're doing. And even when, when Peter had a moment of doing that, lashing out against and cut off the, what? His ear. Caiaphas? Mal Malchus, I Malchus, think. Malchus, yeah. ear. He cut off his yeah. ear, and the, and the yeah. Lord undid that effort. Yeah. That's right. Repaired it, yeah. and then moved on. And then he says, put away the sword, for they that live by the sword die by the sword. Right. There are people that have to do the sword work. And I think do. we've had a video about this, but it was yeah. know, that was specific. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people have used that to to justify pacifism. Right. And and right. he was he was saying to Peter in that situation, like you're going to get yourself killed. Yeah. Yeah. This is this, this is not the time. It's not the hour. Well, when they were still meeting before they went in into the uh, garden there of mm -hmm. uh, Gethsemane. Uh, the Lord said, all right, the hour comes now. You better go and uh, sell your whatever and, and buy a sword, mm -hmm. get a sword. Mm -hmm. So a disciple says to him, uh, we have two swords here. Mm -hmm. He says, that's enough. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? He knew that there was going to be a huge mob mm -hmm. with swords and staves, mm -hmm. right? They were going to come at them, at, at, at them. How are two swords going to do any good? They're not. Right. But he was teaching them a lesson then. And then when the time came and the conflict was about to, to uh, come, come alive, he says, put up your sword. He mm -hmm. was giving them a lesson. Mm -hmm. They that live by the sword, die by the sword. That's what was happening there. You, and that was in self-defense. Peter wasn't rushing in and trying right. to uh, be offensive. Right. He was just trying to defend the Lord. Right. And you know what, Martin? If the Lord is the truth, he doesn't need any defense. If we're speaking the truth, we don't need any defense. Right. The Lord will take care of that. The truth will take care and, of that. And, and the truth is going to take care of that right here, right? Jesus was about to win the victory for all mankind, for himself. For all time. For the Lord, for all, for all time. time, forever yeah. and ever. Amen. Amen. And the sword was only going to get in the way of that. Yeah. Man's strength is only going to yeah. foil the plan. Yeah, so that's it's, right. It's not that it can be foiled. That's right. Now, you know, I, I empathize with, the, with all these people that are resisting all this evil that's coming. I, if, if I had to choose, I'd be there too. But I know that I have to stand back and watch, watch the worker. I have to watch the battle. And so we need to teach people that part of doing science, as with ethics, is always about being open-minded, humble, 
questioning, knowing that we're always struggling to get closer to the truth, but every question you ask that gives you an answer invariably leads to five more questions or more. And that's exciting. It can be frustrating, but you inch closer to the truth. And we're not trying to do that anymore. We just want to stay, you know, shaking under our beds, assuming someone's got the cookbook, yep. the recipe to how to get out of this. And it's like, we've never seen this before to this degree. We have to keep asking questions to find better answers. And what people often don't realize is that we all have innate biases. There's just no way around that. In ethics, we say there is no view from nowhere. You have biases, get over it. And yeah. the way you balance those biases, whether they're consciously realized or otherwise, is you invite different opinions, different views. You ask questions, you invite even contrary opinions because you know by doing that, that you will be able to balance your own biases. And yeah, just um, just just thinking about that. Like I, I understand kind of what he's saying, but if it's a matter of morality, like if, if it's a matter of, of trying to make a more efficient vehicle, I can see why you might keep some people around that don't always agree with you. Right. You know, because it's yeah. that's fine. I get yeah. it. Yeah. But but now we're bringing that into the world of morality, like. Do I really need to have Satan at the table, so to right, speak, right. And, and see if I can get some of his opinion on the matter? Right. When it comes to matters of morality and truth, there's only one person you should be asking. Yeah. And not your neighbor, and not a host of counselors, yeah. and not your enemies to balance things yeah. out. Yeah. And it's not, a it's not a matter of opinion. Right. It's not a matter of opinion. Opinions are lies. And they are an acknowledgement that you don't know the truth. In my opinion, in my opinion, well, there you can have an opinion on various things, you know, like if we take this piece of wood and carve it in this way or glue it or bend it or whatever else, you know, or we can do this. You can have a variety of concepts and ideas and whatever, and they may all work in their in their place. But when it comes to the truth, you have to know the truth. You That's have right. to know the truth. Nothing else will answer. You Nothing have to know else him personally. Yes. Amen. Amen. He is personal. I talked to uh, someone today. Who was talking about? Well, I can't decide whether we are um, being um, guided or controlled or ruled by or empowered by a power or a, a personal entity, a person. Right, like an energy. Uh, yeah. More new agey uh, kind of. Yeah, and like, and I, she, she was saying that we, that uh, I think it's more of a, a cumulative consciousness mm -hmm. of some kind that's that's moving us and bringing us to a good conclusion kind of thing and I and I said Jesus Christ is the creator he is the one who's running the show mm -hmm. and we have to come to a, an acknowledgement of him we have to know that he's Lord he knows everything he made us he's the answer he's the answer he's the answer that's mm -hmm. and it's interesting to me that you hear him, I, I think it's what he said, and I've heard lots of other people in this persuasion say the same thing. Mm -hmm. And they said, we need to be asking the right questions. Right. And you're thinking, no, you just need the right answer. You need to listen to the right answer. Yeah, you don't, it doesn't even matter if yeah. you've got the right question. Yeah. You, they're going on forever, all these thousands of years, they're all dialoguing and they're asking, asking all the questions. And who knows, maybe they're answering the right question, or asking the right questions, but they don't want to hear the right answer to the to those questions. You, you get to the point where you just want to be like, oh, shut up already. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Reagan told some of the... Right. Yeah, because it just... Mouthy dims. It just keeps going on and on yeah. and on, and we've got to have the right questions. But yeah. invariably, when you ask a question and you try to come up with a theory as to what the answer is, then you've got 10 more questions to answer. Yeah. And by the time you're done... That's what he you're said. Just, you're just... It's, it's like thrashing in quicksand. Yeah. I just got to make the right movement, and right. I'm like, oh crap, I'm deeper. Yeah, you know, it's just it never stops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just intellectual right. quicksand. It's yeah. just stop, yeah. stop moving, stop yeah. moving, Shh. stop moving, quick. Uh, Jeremiah, the prophet, he said, "Lord, I know that it is not in man to guide his own steps." Right. That's what he said. He was spe speaking by the Spirit of God. Right. And there are other places where it says in the Scriptures, "It's not up, it's not in us." To solve our problems, well, we we plan a we plan a path, and yeah. the Lord places our feet. Yeah, yeah, right, right. One of the billionaire investors, I don't know, I don't know who it was. Might have, 
I don't remember who it was. And he says, uh, he says there are two wills. I think he says there's man's will and God's will. And he says man's will doesn't count. Doesn't matter. And God will have his way. And we're seeing that happening now. God is having his way. And it looks horrible, but he's having his way. Let's take a look here. When the authorities become more extreme, sadly, you'll start to see the other extreme come out too much as well. Yeah. And yeah. I can tell you the people I've been working with and when I've been downtown all over the last four days, we're working so hard to stay in the middle. We're not you know, you can appreciate the things he's saying. Yeah. But what, what I find so fascinating with a lot of these videos we've been looking at lately, it, it's like you don't even have to say it. They're saying it. Yeah, that's right. That's amazing. That's me. amazing. Yeah. Like the, the other one we watched where, what was it, uh, McQuiggan? Yeah. Where he's just like, we are, we are not trying to occupy Ottawa. We are not trying to dis, uh, displace the government or dispose of it. Right. We don't even have a, a another. And, and it's true. Right. He's not, he's not lying. That's right. He says, we don't even have another solution. Yeah. He yeah. says, who would we put in place? I think it was him. Right, yeah. Who would we put in place if we did get rid of them? Right. And, and, and who would you put in place? Here's, um, is it Pierre? Polyev. Polyev. Right now he's running as the leader of the Conservative Party. Uh, I like the guy. He's well-spoken. He's reasonable. He's saying true things. But it's still the political system. It's still the whole system. And you cannot change the system from within. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's not for you to change that. The systems have to be removed. Mm -hmm. That rock cut out of the mountain, mm -hmm. that whole that statue of uh, representing the empires, mm -hmm. it all has to go. And the system yeah, come down and blow away. Yep. That's what has to happen. But and, and we have great hope in that. Everybody has great hope in that. It's the answer, and it will happen. It's been prophesied. It will happen. And, and you have the commandment, right? Don't commit adultery. And, and you have the scriptures, right, where it says, I hate mixture. It's adultery, right. not just being, right. you know. A, a mixture. Yeah, it's a mixture. Yeah. Yeah. It's an unlawful right. mixture. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and and that's what he's talking about. He's saying, and we're trying so hard to take the middle road. Right. And I know what he's that's saying. That's adultery, isn't he, it? He's, yeah, he's trying to find somewhere in between radical tyranny and, and uh, what, delusional rebellion? The, the answer isn't even in the spectrum. Like, they keep acting like, okay, well, here's the crazy libertarians, and here's the tyrant fascists, and we just, we got to find the right frequency, the right color on the rainbow. Right. The right location in between mm -hmm. the crazies and the crazies. Mm -hmm. And and there's there's nothing in that whole political yeah. spectrum that will yeah. solve the problem. Yeah. And they keep thinking that, and then, and then people like Cooper and, and him. I'm sure Cooper sits himself a little bit different on that spectrum than he does. And then everybody has their pet location on the spectrum that they consider to be the most balanced, yeah. the most righteous, yeah. the nicest color in the yeah. rainbow. Yeah. And it's just, it's got nothing to do with any of that. That's right. Yeah. It's, there's no color theory or blending or mixing that will get you there. Yeah. And I'm just reminded of something else that we were talking about earlier on. Yeah, it was on a on Instagram, it was this uh, comedian, mm -hmm. <laughs> Heather McDonald. Sounds right. Is that the name? It was this comedian, last name McDonald. I know that much. I think it was Heather. And uh, here's here's the Lord coming straight out and showing that his he's not going to tolerate blasphemy anymore. Right. Just a demonstration right there. And there she was boasting about all the vaccines that she was taking, that she had taken all the shots, the boosters, the Oh, yeah, the taking whole this, the boosters, and yeah. I'm, I'm still in fine health, and yeah. I traveled, and I went there. And you know why? I think it's I, I think it's because Jesus Christ loves me the most. Yeah, he just and then, loves me. Isn't that wonderful? Ah. And then her eyes roll back, and she staggers, and she falls backwards and lands on her skull and cracks and, it. And everybody thought it was part of the act. <laughs> and start laughing And they're laughing. Yeah, they're laughing, and she's just about dead on stage. Yeah. She used his name yeah. in vain to get laughs. Right. And I'm warning everybody right now. That's that was the that was the Lord making an example of her. And, and you can look it up all Stopping you do. Stopping her dead in the tracks. Heather comedian collapses and yeah. you'll find it. You'll find it easily.
That's what's happening now. The Lord is finished winking. You're not going to get away with that kind of crap anymore. Right. Nobody is. Watch. Just watch. See if I'm not right. Mm. And this, this, this particular clip was really rough for me to watch. And I can't condemn Heather McDonald. If it sounds like I'm doing it, and maybe I am doing it, I don't want to condemn her. All I'm saying is that that kind of thing that she was doing, the stance she was taking, and the mockery that was there of Jesus Christ, you're not going to, nobody's going to get away with that anymore. You're certainly that. I, I am condemning that, absolutely. Yeah. And she is condemned. Yes. No question. Yeah. But by her own behavior. Yeah. Her own choice to be popular, to be accepted, to be the center of attention. Right. Make some money. And trash talk Jesus in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is, that's. It's the height of presumption. And, and to just, and, and in, in the meantime, not just, not just the offense of mocking the Lord and bringing him into it, but the offense of, of getting up there and, like, you're not even telling jokes. You're just laughing about how stupid anyone is to think a vaccine could be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. She was mocking the unvaxxed just and the people that were anti-vaxxers. What? I'm an anti-vaxxer. Okay? I'm saying it right here, right now. I'm no, an anti-vaxxer. No question. Here's auntie and uncle vaxxer. Right. Here. So here's, this, this was really hard. So here he is. He's a bioethicist. He's against this vaccine. But wait. He's not against all vaccines. He's not even against the COVID vaccine all of the time. Right, yeah. Listen, this is yeah. terrible. Oh, I know. Predict the future. Every patient comes to a doctor to want, because they want the, the future predicted. If I, if I don't do this, what's going to happen? If I do take this drug or surgery, what's going to We're all just trying to predict the future. And, and we're trying to predict the future of harms and benefits. Because again, everything's probability. So if you take this drug, there's a 75% chance it will work. But there's a 1% chance that you may get a whatever, a rash to it. But I don't know if you're part of the 75% it's going to work for, or the 25% it's not going to work for. I don't know if you're going to be part of the 1% that have a serious side effect, or the 99% who won't. And we always have to balance off harms and benefits and realizing that we're ultimately going to be making a prediction about the future. It's all based on probabilities. And so we have to be very humble when we practice medicine because we're trying to weigh off uh, unknowns to some degree. We'll never know exactly whether the person right in front of me is part of that 1% and the 75% or part of the 99 and the and the 25. We just don't know. And, and people often forget that any intervention we do, it's a, it's a complex interaction between the patient and the intervention. So if you take a pill, um, you change it and it changes you. You know, you absorb it, you change it as you absorb it, you metabolize it. And so you change it and it changes you. And that's referred to as pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics. And so it isn't just a matter of what does it do? It's, it's also, how do I relate to it? And everyone's gonna relate a little bit differently. Even identical twins are not completely identical, you know? And so we could say, well, you know, peanuts are a very nutritious food. They're good for you. Well, not if you have an anaphylactic reaction to them, because that's a complex interaction between a peanut and an individual. And so we have to recognize the uniqueness of that, and we have to be humble about that, and we have to weigh out the risk-benefit analysis of that. And so you're saying that, uh, it seems to me you're saying that there is a responsibility there, a dire responsibility, to take a look at the obverse side of the coin, to say, okay, if we do this, then what's what's what are the immediate effects and what are the uh, the knock-on effects what how are how are the um other aspects of uh, of of other communities impacted by this particular measure and it doesn't seem like that is uh, that is happening uh, as, as far as i could see uh, up to this point in time with covid 19. yeah there's, some, there's the, obviously some populations russ who will could potentially benefit a lot from the vaccine but obviously, the populations are going to benefit very little from it, and it may turn out that their risk of having side effects is far greater than the benefit they may they may attain from that. So we've got to be able to do risk stratification and, and harm stratification and benefit stratification to be able to say, look, these people should really take it. These people should think seriously. These people should stay away from it. 
indications, contraindications, warnings. That's how we've always done medicine. I like that. Uh, I like your approach of risk uh, stratification. I think that is uh, an extremely important concept that seems to be in uh, uh, the baby that's been thrown out with the bathwater here, I think. That's, it's kind of tough to watch. And, and you, you want to give them credit where credit is due. Yeah. But they just don't have a clue what they're talking about. Right. And some people should take the vaccine and others shouldn't. And the whole problem with this, it, it, it isn't that, A, people are believing this wicked medical establishment. They have no clue what they're talking about. Right. Right. They're there to kill you. It's all they've ever been doing. And, and he's just concerned that they're trying to make everyone take it. Right. And, and he's still totally in the dark yeah. as to how evil, not just this vaccine, but all yeah. of them have yeah. been. Yeah. He goes on to say in the clip, if you watch long enough, that, well, if you were a child with some health problems that put you at a high risk of COVID being dangerous to mm -hmm. you, well, then maybe you should vaccinate that child. And he's just like, oh, man, if they're almost dead, how is a poisonous vaccine going to help them? Yeah. yeah. And so... With all his concerns, and how can it not be poisonous if they have to force it on you? If they have to sell it to you, if they have to bribe you, how can it? How can there be anything good about that? And this, yes, well, the our, people getting the shots. Our prime are minister, COVID. right? Yeah, he got no. COVID once. Yeah. Then he took all the shots and all the boosters, presumably. So which is it? Did he take a fake shot just to persuade everybody else to take it? Uh, and so therefore he got COVID because he took the fake shot, or why wouldn't he get the shot, the real shot? To prevent COVID, there he is getting COVID. Oh, the whole thing is just... The whole thing is a scam. Sure it is. Absolutely. And everybody's starting to wake up to it. We might be knocked off of YouTube or whatever uh, because of this. We'll see. The Lord's, the Lord's in control. For sure. He's in control. The truth is in control. Yeah, and, and the truth is going to be known. And, and if you watch Russ here, you can, you can tell... That he doesn't agree with everything he's hearing. He about. doesn't agree with everything he's hearing, and he's he's interviewing, and he's trying to be politically correct. Yeah. And so he's saying, yeah, well, I really like what you said about this. He's trying to yeah. He's, he's trying to find something he likes about what he said. We all do that. At least I do it. Maybe maybe you're more honest than I am. You know, but I try to be <laughs> diplomatic. Tactful, I try I try maybe. to well, you know, I, I try to do that. I try to do that. But that's a form of lying too, isn't it? That's. Well, particularly it, it, it might depend on where you're coming from. That's that's the main thing. Like I've said, Satan will say true things, but it's where he's coming from. I'm not trying to uh, make something bad here. I'm trying to find uh, some middle ground, right? But we're not talking about compromising with truth. I'm trying to work in the direction of... Well, there's a difference between settling for a compromise between two positions and trying to find common ground to build off of. So yeah. there's a difference there. Yeah. The problem here... <laughs> is that what Engelhart is saying is, is dangerous to human lives. You're right. It's very dangerous advice to human yeah. lives to yeah. not actually be yeah. clear about it. Yeah. And then to just try to find something you can agree on and then move on from the point so you don't ruffle feathers is going to leave your viewership wondering, like, okay, yes. well, maybe the problem is just only that they're making everyone take it. And, I mean, I'm a high-risk person, so I probably should get vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, I've got this. Con yeah. I've got this. It, this. Lead, it leads them to death. That's right. That's what it does. It leads them to death. It leads them to the grave. Because without without Jesus Christ, you just don't have the black and white clarity. Yeah, and it's obvious that that uh, Engelhard does not believe in the Lord Jesus sure. Christ. It's perfectly obvious, uh, and it's also obvious that uh, that uh, Major Cooper uh, is in a position where he has these convictions, these Christian Judeo-Christian principles, laws convictions and he has a, a, a morally upright life mm -hmm. let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt there mm -hmm. oftentimes I've given people the benefit of the doubt and I've been proven wrong 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 um, maybe I should walk in there just declaring everybody guilty and then let them prove otherwise <laughs> you know but but it happens so, all right so so let's say that he's a moral upright man but 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 he isn't able to carry on a show a talk show and have mm -hmm. have how many hundreds of thousands of people following him if he comes straight out with the truth. Right. Right? It won't happen. Yeah, the people will run away. And so the question is, are you willing to identify with Jesus and have people hate you? Yeah. For now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because because the time is coming when the people, all every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that, that Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ is, is Lord. Lord. 
And so the time is coming when that won't happen. Yeah, that's right. Where his name won't be the, the yeah. Jesus Christ. That's right. And, yeah. and, and in the meantime, people like this are making compromises with the enemy. Yes, they are. It's a compromise. Instead of siding. You can't escape that. That's right. It is a compromise. And so people are going to have to put away all their reputations, their images, their followings, their social comforts. They're going to have to put all that away. It's all going to have to go. And this is, this is maybe a great way to wrap it up here. Because, you know, one of my worries is if we get out of this pandemic by just limping out of it, and we don't learn important lessons about asking questions, about not blindly following experts and authorities, about recognizing not only our, 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 our right, but our duty to ask questions, to become educated, to realize that even though we may not be experts and know a lot about a particular tree, we're forest seers, and as forest seers, that, that's important. You don't have to just be an expert to have an intelligent uh, understanding of things. And so the more we can encourage people to be full Canadians and be involved in respectful dialogue, to think, to search for, for better answers, to question, um, the more we can do that, the better, because that to me is the most important lesson perhaps that we have to take from this pandemic is we've got to be acting as, as, as true Canadians and engage in building and maintaining democracy all the time. I don't know where to start there. Well, start somewhere. Well, what's, what's a true Canadian? Right. What's so special about Canadians compared to other nations? Fine, so you know that there's the, the Chinese regime and the communist regimes and all of that. But what is a true Canadian? Where, where have we been here in Canada? Why are we in this mess? If we're true Canadians. If we're true Canadians. And then he says that we have to get educated. Well, they've got education everywhere. They've got PhDs, atheists mm -hmm. that are PhDs, and on and on it goes, Nobel Prize winners who are, who are atheists. They're educated, educated, educated. Where is that getting us? And, and ironically, what I found really poignant about this is that he's saying we need to learn to get educated and question the experts. And, yes. And I'm thinking, yeah. like, oh, okay. but In other words, become an expert to what? Question the experts? But, but not only that, like, he got introduced as an expert. Yes, that's right. So, like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, these guys are supposed to be experts. Yeah. And he's telling me, as an expert, yeah. that I need to question the experts. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's no... You're just going in circles. There's no solution. Just going in circles. And you can just yeah. educate yourself. Yeah. But, you know, how educated do you have to be before you can pick the right expert not to question? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> and know? see, and it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Right. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You're talking about getting educated getting to be an expert, getting to get a, get whatever right. uh, knowledge you can possibly get there. But it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The beginning there's still, of knowledge. They're still pointing everybody to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's all they're doing. And they're not pointing anyone back to the tree of life. And that's the death tree. That's right. It's not the tree of life. It's the death tree. Right. And that's what they're doing. They're promoting the death tree. Uh, Major Cooper, you're promoting the death tree. You're not alone. They're all doing it. Everybody's out there doing it. We've got to do something. We've got mm -hmm. to unite. We've got to build another Tower of Babel. That's what's happening. Jesus Christ is the truth. The truth will make you free. Only the truth will make you free. What does it mean to, to say that Jesus Christ is the truth? I, I know I'm a broken record here, so I'm a broken record. Uh, we have to worship him. How do you worship him? We, we entrust our lives to him. We keep his commandments. Moses came down from the mount with the Ten Commandments. Right. And, and, and those commandments had turned out into billions of laws over the, over the history of mankind. Mm -hmm. It all starts with the Ten Commandments. It mm -hmm. starts with the Creator, the, the, the one who, who gave us the Ten mm -hmm. Commandments. That's where we have to go. There is no other answer. There's mm -hmm. no other solution. And, and now is the time where, from what I understand, and... Uh, I think I've got very good reason to understand these things. What I understand is that now is, it's now or never. It's do or die. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. You cannot go any farther. This has to be solved. We have a problem now that has come to a crisis. It's got to be done. It's got to be dealt with. It's got to mm -hmm. be addressed permanently. Mm -hmm. not a, not, none of these uh, Band-Aid efforts at trying to solve something and get back to your norm. Your norm was wickedness. They had this norm in Noah's day, and God destroyed the entire earth with a flood. Mm -hmm. In Sodom and Gomorrah, 
Mm -hmm. They were all destroyed because they were compromising. They were just doing everything, and it just, it just, uh, what's the word? Well, it's like you said of Canaan, the wickedness had reached its full. Yes, that's right. It, that's gets, what to, it gets to a point, and we, our wickedness has reached its full. Yeah. It doesn't get any more wicked than this. That's right. And so now we need a permanent solution. Yeah. But yeah. we're losing battery power, so we okay. better wrap right. things up. Okay. But, and I think we, we, yeah, we covered everything there. But that's the... For now, that's... So we, we appreciate them. Yeah. We appreciate lots of the things they have to say, but without them being commented on, without clarification, without understanding, yeah, it, it's really worse than it is helpful. I, I hope they don't take this uh, with, with, with offense. I believe they will. Man does. When he hears the truth, he is offended. That's the way it is. We're all like that. We're offended when we hear the truth about ourselves. We have to get past that. We have to get over it. Right. We have to, we have to own it. All right. So, so, for now, I guess this is about all the time we have. Um, yeah. Uh, you can let us know what, what you think and see and feel. Are we, are we right? Are we wrong? Let us know. <laughs>